0: everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony, and welcome to this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? Good. Excellent. You look good.
1: Thank you very much.
0: You smell good.
1: Thank you. I I showered today.
0: I don't say that often.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Let's start with some TV news. Um, Freeform, which uh, is a cable channel, I believe, right? They are. Um, They're going to be airing three days... um, of Disney Weekends.
0: Yep, formerly known as the uh, Disney Family Channel. Uh, they are now freeform. And throughout the month of September, they are going to offer three-day Disney Weekends, uh, which are Disney movies on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, all month long. What you have coming up this weekend is 101 Dalmatians and the 2003 version of Freaky Friday on Friday. And then Saturday, once again, Freaky Friday, 101 Dalmatians, Hercules, Wally, Finding Nemo, Finding Dory, Toy Story 3, and Disney's Bolt. And then on Sunday, Chicken Little, Hercules, WALL-E, Finding Nemo, Finding Dory, Toy Story 3, Bolt, and Chicken Little. So we'll start and end the day with Chicken Little.
1: <laughs> well, maybe you don't catch it in the morning.
0: That is true. If you go out to freeform.com slash 30-day Disney, uh, you can find it. They're also running a sweepstakes.
1: Oh, what's the sweepstakes for?
0: Um, hmm. You can win a Disney caricature of yourself and Mickey and Minnie ears. That's like the lamest little prize ever.
1: (laughs) I thought I was getting like a free trip somewhere or something.
0: But you know what? I would love a caricature.
1: Yeah. Well, you know.
0: Oh, maybe if they have a caricature artist in our resort, we can get one of us podcasting. Maybe. Maybe. Or Maybe not. Maybe not. Probably not. (laughs) Cheryl's tight with a dollar.
1: And with the time. That is true. All right. um, Disney has released their holiday schedule. I feel like this is the big news for today, for this week. It is. Yeah. What we have.
0: Well, we did mention that uh, the other day that you know the Halloween stuff was definitely, <laughs> excuse me, definitely on hold. Uh, and we weren't sure what the status of Mickey's Very Merry Christmas party. Well, we now know the status that the Very Merry Christmas party itself has been canceled. Uh, but from November 6th through December 30th, there's going to be some special holiday uh, celebrations. Uh, as usual, we will get uh, festive decor, themed merchandise, seasonal food and beverages. Uh, and entertainment across the four parks. Santa Claus himself will be making some pop-up visits at various locations. Um, But what we have, let's see. These are considered socially distanced holiday festivities. So there will be no uh, Christmas parades per se, and there will be no candlelight processional at Epcot. They're both taking a hiatus. Also taking a hiatus this year are the uh, icicles on Cinderella Castle. Yep. Now that's a good thing.
1: Well, it's a good thing that we don't have to look at cranes,
0: because that means you get two months with uh, on each side without cranes. Yeah. Um, unless you go every year and you get the crane picture. If mm-hmm. you have a crane photo in your uh, scrapbook every year, you're going to be out of luck for 2020. It's true. So over at Disney Springs, uh, we're all gonna we're still gonna get the Christmas tree trail um, and magical snowfall. And Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar will turn into Jock Lindsay's Holiday Bar with delightful decor and a limited time menu. Uh, the resorts will also be decked out for the uh, holidays. Uh, their mm-hmm. lobbies will have trees. However, the gingerbread displays will not be in any of the resorts. So it's the Grand so Floridian, sad. the Boardwalk, most of your deluxe resorts had some site of a, some sort of a, a gingerbread house or display. Uh, culminating with the granddaddy of the full-sized gingerbread house in the Grand Floridian Lobby. Uh, so they will not be there. Um,
1: so you talked about the icicles. So there's not going to yes. be icicles on the castle, but there is going to be projections on the castle.
0: There are going to be projections And the
1: on nice the thing about that is projections are only useful at night. So that must mean that the hours are going to be a little bit better as time goes on. Right now they're closing at 6. I can't imagine that they're going to continue to close at 6 during the holiday season and then have these projections. So, um, I don't know, fingers crossed that that means we're going to get a little bit more time in the Magic Kingdom.
0: Well, according to Disney's press release, when night falls, special projection effects will give a festive look to Cinderella Castle this year, providing a colorful backdrop for our guests' photos. The appearance of this iconic castle will be transformed with a rotating series of designs, including a whimsical Christmas sweater and a regal overlay of red, green, and gold ornamentation. This will be in place of the Castle dream lights. They also did offer a video preview of the new projections, which will be posted on our web page. Oh, cool. Or oh, I'm sorry, not our web page, our Facebook page.
1: Yeah, we're not that advanced to have a web page yet.
0: No, that would, that would actually cost money, and we don't want to do that.
1: I'm tight with the dollar.
0: You, you, I've heard. <laughs> don't tell people that. Uh, as usual, though, Santa Goofy will be over at uh, Hollywood Studios, uh, so that is good. Um, at the Animal Kingdom... Uh, let's see, they're going to have holiday uh, festive flotillas, so they've been doing...
1: You should tell me what that is, because I didn't know what a flotilla was. A flotilla was. is
0: a group of boats. Thanks. Yes. Cheryl thought it was something like a tortilla. Yeah. A flotilla. <laughs> yeah. Um, the There will be holiday promenades at Epcot's and merry motorcades at Hollywood Studios. Uh, the character cavalcades at the Magic Kingdom will have a holiday twist to them. The Christmas friends on festive floats will be in their holiday finest, and they will also feature gingerbread, elves, and reindeers. And I hear that the Toy Soldiers will be joining the Main Street Philharmonic, marching through the Magic Kingdom, uh, playing Christmas music and holiday cheer.
1: Yeah, that's good because they're, I think, like the best part of the Christmas parade Mm -hmm. um, during the um, Very Merry Christmas Party. So that's a plus.
0: And then, of course, beginning on November 27th, Epcot will uh, run their International Festival of the Holidays. Holiday Kitchens will return around World Showcase Promenade with favorites like the American Holiday Table featuring slow-roasted turkey with stuffing, and a Bavaria Holiday Kitchen with dishes like cheese fondue in a bread bowl. Because nothing says Christmas like cheese fondue in a bread bowl.
1: I mean, I'm not going to argue with that. That sounds pretty good to me. Right? Cheese anytime.
0: Yes. Um, And then if you are into R&B and gospel music, uh, the World Showplace uh, will have the group Joyful who present a journey of R&B, gospel, contemporary, and traditional Christmas carols and holiday music. And then the Voices of Liberty will be bringing their eight-part harmonies to the American Gardens Theater stage for a special concert of Christmas carols and songs of the season.
1: You have to, like, put things out there that aren't going to draw too big of a crowd.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: <laughs> and I think the Voices of Liberty are just the right mm-hmm. amount of... Uh, Oh, it's nice to hear Christmas carols, but nobody really wants to sit here.
0: It'll draw interest, but they won't be packing the packing the venue. Exactly. It's not like it's Nelson or
1: anything. No, I know. No. Well, it's not like it's the candlelight processional, which is, you know, the really the big draw and the thing that people look forward to for the holidays. So, mm-hmm. sad that it's not happening, but very understandable.
0: Right. All right. That's it. That's uh, that's Christmas news.
1: Very good. Um, in California, they uh, the, um, the state in general, I believe, has started some limited outdoor dining. That's the next phase. Um, and it's possible that that's also going to return to downtown Disney.
0: That's right. As of today, Orange County has moved to the substantial or red tier, uh, which would allow restaurants to open with an indoor dining capacity of 25% of what they normally have. Uh, Orange County now has daily new cases of 4.9 per 100,000 residents with a test positivity rate of 4.2%. Um, if the, In order for them to drop another tier, the county needs to keep the positivity rate below 5% and drop their daily new cases below 4.0 per 100,000 residents. Um, and those numbers have to be maintained for two weeks. Um, so Governor Newsom uh, was asked about the theme parks opening, and he said there were still many areas in negotiation, but that they were getting closer.
1: Good Lord, I hope so. It's been forever. Right. All right. Um
0: since it's getting closer. Since it
1: is getting closer, the Disneyland Park and Disney's California Adventure have begun uh, prepping for reopening by, um, I don't know, what, putting out or creating some social distancing signage?
0: Uh, yeah, they're just placing reminder signs at the entrances. Um, pretty much health and safety reminders about, you know, wearing masks six feet apart, um, sneezing, coughing, not going around without a mask on. Um, and these signs, although they're not. Permanent. They're they're not too tough to put out. So why they would put them start putting them out now uh, when there's no firm plan? You know, it's not like they're in a post or anything. Right. They're just they're just wooden signs in the middle in the middle of the walkway. Yeah, it does
1: seem weird to put them out now.
0: So you know, it's going to be a couple weeks even once they announce things uh, before the park's open. I can't see them opening any earlier. You know than a week and a half to two weeks after they make the announcement.
1: Maybe they're just excited to get them out.
0: Maybe. Maybe it's Larry's day with the signs and <laughs> he's just very uh, fastidious <laughs> with getting them out.
1: I guess. Um, in Hollywood Studios, the Voyage of the Little Mermaid billboard has been removed.
0: Yeah, so for nearly 30 years, Voyage of the Little Mermaid has run in Hollywood Studios or whatever name you're going to give it, MGM, uh Disney MGM,
1: right? It said different names over those thirty years,
0: right? Um, but you know, one one thing that's been there from the beginning is Voyage of the Little Mermaid. And rumor was that this ride, or this attraction, was not going to reopen. Um, and now they have taken the billboard off the side of the building, which is kind of sad because it's it's been there forever, and yeah. uh, and now it's just it's bare metal framework. I mean, they yeah. didn't they didn't even replace it with a you know coming soon or Welcome to Hollywood Studios. It's just blank metal and yeah. it's it's kind of ugly. So it'll be sad to see that go, but I'm sure it will be replaced with
1: something. Very sad. I mean, I'm just happy that it took, that it's hung around for as long as it did. Now that my girls are old enough that they're somewhat maybe over it, because that I would say was probably our favorite attraction in Hollywood Studios for. I don't know, five or six years. Mm-hmm. You know, when the kids were little, there wasn't a lot at Hollywood Studios that they really enjoyed. Right. That was ab- That was the absolute highlight. So that
0: little corner was like Disney Junior,
1: yep. Playhouse
0: Disney and Little Mermaid. Yep. And that was that was that kind was of where, of where we the toddlers out. went. Yep. Yep.
1: All so right. sad to see it go. Very sad. Um, Disney Plus downloads have surged sixty-eight percent. Um, that must be because of the release of Mulan.
0: That's right. Mulan was released this past weekend. And as Cheryl mentioned, the number of downloads for the Disney Plus app is up 68%. Uh, This weekend, uh, it was downloaded 890,000 times. Wow. Now, does that mean each person is a new subscriber? No, because there could be four subscribers in your family, and each one wants to get the app. But just interesting that it does coincide with uh, the release of Mulan.
1: That reminds me. I should get it on my phone. You should. Did
0: you enjoy it? So we did watch
1: Mulan. We did. Yeah, I guess we should talk about that, huh? Sure. It was good. It was really good. I liked it. Uh, I would have much preferred to see it on the big screen. It was, um, you know, visually uh, very impressive, but it would have been so much more impressive on the big screen. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, we know the story already, but it was a little bit different. Um, Definitely had a little bit more of like a superhero feel to it. So it felt a little bit like one of the Marvel movie type, you know, type things, especially a lot of the action scenes and, and the way that the they were moving as a part of, like, the martial arts. Um, there's There was some degree of, like, magic maybe sort of involved in the movements. Mm-hmm. So you did sort of have that superhero or, I don't know, uh, Science fictiony sort of right. feel to the way that the characters moved.
0: Well, the funny thing is, a lot of those movements that we now that you say are more like a Marvel movie were actually based on like wire work from Chinese mm-hmm. uh, or, or you know Asian um, uh, films. Right. Uh, you know the, these ninja films, these these Chinese pieces. Um, so a lot of that was taken from from Chinese cinema. Uh, and the wire work was brought over here, where now we think of it more as like superhero stuff. And now they're going back and doing a lot of more of this wire work, where you know spinning through the air right. while kicking, yep. you know, running up running walls, up walls. Yep. running down walls. Um, so that while it seems kind of fantastical, you know, it it fit into the story. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing that uh, you know people were upset with was that Mulan was a musical, and this new version is not a musical. It's a straightforward live-action movie, Um, and when they announced that it was going to be live-action, they they wanted to make it more realistic, and to that end, they took out Mushu, the talking dragon, Mm -hmm. to make it more believable. However, in the case of making it more believable, they added a new villain, uh, Jian Leng, uh, who is a villain – I'm sorry, that's that's Jet Li. Uh, What is the new villain's name? Uh, da, 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 talk for a second while I look up this villain's name.
1: I don't really know what we're, we're trying, what we're trying to say here, so okay. I don't know how to talk about it.
0: All right, never mind. <laughs> so they created this new villainess who, who is, um, yeah, Jean Lang. She's a woman who possessed a great amount of. of chi- She's a witch. She's a witch. Right, essentially. Yeah. Uh, so they wanted to go for more realism, and then they bring a witch into the fold.
1: But I think there's two kinds of things. So I think I don't know if realism is the right word to use. But when you watch, you know, a Captain America or an Iron Man, how realistic really are they? And I think that's the same kind of thing. It's that type of realistic. You know, there's not cartoons showing up. There's not like talking animals. We're not going that far. But the the movements and the, the powers that they have, like the way these warriors fight, these aren't it's not realistic to think that people could fight this way. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they they sort of, um, there's the witch who has these powers, but she's actually very much like Mulan, where Mulan actually has uh, these powers too. So she seems like maybe she's at the beginning of discovering her powers, but that she has them. Mm-hmm. They call it, you know, her chi. But um, it is still about basically superpowers. So it's right. not going to be really realistic, but you do get that same. I think they were going for that sort of superhero movie feel. Mm-hmm. Because that's what's been successful in the theaters lately, and I think that I think they got it. I think they did they did well with it.
0: Okay,
1: we'll we'll see what you know how the numbers do.
0: Yes, one of one of my friends uh, compared it to uh, she is a Chinese Black Widow.
1: Yeah, You I know, didn't
0: for see that. the for the 12th century or whatever whatever time frame we're, we're dealing with here. Um, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, the the only thing that they're doing these days is you know we've got this villainous she's a witch and there's always this bit of uh you know a turnaround
1: you hate that I love it
0: you you do yes. it's it's always I'm evil but I'm evil for a reason and because here's why and there's gonna be some uh you know i'm I'm gonna make good in the end
1: yeah that's just because that's the way I view people like rarely do I ever see anyone really pretty much even the worst sort of person and think that they are all bad. Like I always figure there's like some reason that they're, you know, terrible, you know, something bad happened to them to make them that way, just generally in life, you know, or they don't mean it that way. You know, they, they don't mean to be awful and terrible. Right. Um, they just don't know any better, that kind of thing. Um, so I like that they do that. Like, um, M- Fent, maleficent. I always say it wrong. Maleficent. Maleficent. Yeah, those movies are always like, oh, they're always they go through all these movies and they take the bad guy and they give the background story, you know, and make them they're well not really the bad guy. I love that,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: that's not you don't.
0: No, <laughs> I just want an honest to goodness, bad guy.
1: Yeah. All
0: right. Um, are We moving on. Yeah. So was it was it worth the money? You know, it, it cost
1: thirty bucks. It cost thirty bucks. I mean, we would the same. The-,
0: the same that we would have spent in the movie theater. If not more. Yeah. Uh, because we would have bought popcorn and drinks and snacks. And, uh, and, you know, and now we can watch it anytime that we want to because it's on Disney Plus forever now.
1: Yeah. And we never have to buy the DVD. Oh, I need, I need
0: my Disney rewards what? points.
1: Uh-huh. So it really doesn't save us. There's no money being
0: saved. Well, that'll come out of my
1: money. Yeah. All right. All right. Um. What else have we got here? Ooh. Oh. Disneyland Paris, there was some cancellations of performance shows.
0: That's right. So this summer they were having the Lion King and Jungle Festival season. Well, they have now canceled Jungle Book Jive and the Lion King Rhythm of the Pride Lands uh, due to coronavirus uh, outbreaks.
1: I mean, um, has something new changed? Is there, There's more outbreaks? Is that the problem? Well, Jungle
0: Book Jive was delayed beginning August 21st after two cast members tested positive. Uh, The entire performing team was sent home to quarantine. um, And then uh, Rhythm of the Pride Lands was suspended beginning August uh, 25th for technical difficulties.
1: Yeah, technically people had COVID.
0: Yes, so they ended up uh, canceling those shows, therefore ending the special summer events. And then if that's not bad enough, um, over at... uh, Walt Disney Studios Park in Paris, Disney Junior Live on Stage, I'm sorry, the Disney Junior Dream Factory, which used to be Disney Junior Live on Stage, has been postponed indefinitely. Uh, This new show was supposed to debut, uh, had been postponed to the fall. However, it seems that setbacks have further delayed the premiere. Um, So hopefully at some point they can get this new show um, coming along. Uh, you know, Walt Disney Studios Park has had some very low attendance during this reopening period. I
1: mean, I think it had low attendance even before that.
0: Right. And there have been rumors that they were going to close the park temporarily, but Disney continues to deny those statements.
1: Well, and they continue to keep it open, so. Right. It's not just uh, flatly denying it. They are following up with that denial. That is true. Um, so Disney uh, Disneyland Hong Kong is preparing to reopen, which That's is right. funny because – I thought they had reopened. I thought they already had. I thought they were closed for like three days.
0: They're supposed to be closed for like two weeks, and I assume they reopened. Mm-hmm. So back on July 15th, uh, like six new cases of COVID came to Hong Kong, so they decided to close things, um, and they're finally going to open uh, – actually, they're going to announce next Friday whether the resort will be allowed to resume operations.
1: Oh, so they're not even reopening yet.
0: Right, so – Hong Kong will be relaxing social distancing rules for restaurants, sports facilities and public gatherings on Friday with four people allowed per table in restaurants up from two. And then uh, Hong Kong is in talks with other countries to establish travel bubbles in order to resume travel between their countries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there is no official reopening date for Hong Kong Disneyland, but a new date should come along soon.
1: Okay. Um okay. The new largest cruise ship in the world has hit the water.
0: That's right. The Royal Caribbean uh, Wonder of the Seas has been floated out for the first time uh, last Saturday in uh, the Chantier de l'Antique shipyard in St. Nazarie, France. (laughs) Um, My my French is very poor. Uh Uh-oh. Uh, But the ship moved from dry dock to the water over the weekend as construction is progressing. This is the fifth Oasis-class vessel. Um, It has been delayed until 2022. Each one of these uh, ships in the class gets a little larger incrementally in terms of gross tonnage than its previous uh, sister ships. So that is why, even though they're in the same class, why it is now the largest ship. The Wonder of the Seas is bound for China and will have itineraries in China and Asia. Um, it just took over the title of World's Largest Cruise Ship from Symphony of the Seas, which debuted in 2018. Uh, Symphony of the Seas is uh, 1,188 feet long and has a maximum capacity of 6,680 guests with 2,200 crew. Um, so that is a big ship. Um, and uh, that's the deal. Wonder of the Seas was it had its first piece of steel cut in April 2019 and had its keel laid in October. So um, we're talking about a year, not even a year and a half, um, and the ship still has another year and a half to go. So um should be exciting for Royal Caribbean.
1: Yeah, if anyone's allowed to get on a ship by then.
0: That's true. Um, and then the Wonder of the Seas, just like the other ships, has a seven-neighborhood concept Um, All four of the current ships have a place like Central Park, which is an open-air green space in the middle of the ship. Uh, The most recent two Oasis-class ships have a 10-deck dry slide, uh, known as the Ultimate Abyss, as well as a water park. Um, And then the other two ships have been retrofitted with those same features.
1: Nice. I can't wait to get on a Royal Caribbean ship. I know. I
0: can't wait to sail.
1: I mean, not so much the Disney ones. I feel like I've been... Well, they're supposed to get new Disney ships, so... That's good. I've been Eventually. a little bit, been a little, a little bit Disney shipped out, but I was, I've been really looking forward to trying um, one of the other lines. Royal Caribbean, mostly, All right. um, and we haven't gotten to do that yet. Good to know. Um, over at Disneyland, or mostly just in California, the workers are saying that Disneyland is underreporting COVID nineteen numbers and asking employees to go back too soon.
0: Uh, not necessarily asking them but letting them go back sooner yeah. than health officials say is safe um yeah this is a report out of The Daily Beast um, they are reporting to uh, reporting that they've sent letters to dozens of union employees and that they have backed this up um, and uh, you know Disney management is not officially acknowledging that any of this is happening so um, you know interesting when the press gets a hold of something, We'll have have to see if this goes anywhere. Yeah. Especially in light of the fact that Orange County is now loosening their restrictions. Right. Because that would really stink if they go back to the tighter restrictions and the parks get closed that much longer. Right. All right. Is that all you have?
1: It is all I have.
0: Excellent. So until Friday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.